24 episodes in as of today, and every time I hear that music, I still get a little excited. Hey, everybody, it's Laz coming at you this week with another great episode of The Laz Word. We're going to get right into the first sponsor. That's a night to remember entertainment. They are the best in the DJ and karaoke business. You too can hire them for your event to make it a night to remember by going to Facebook in the search box and searching the at symbol one great DJ. That's at the number one great DJ. You'll get right to a night to remember's page and you too can have them at your event. Be sure to mention that you heard it here on the last word and you can receive a hundred dollars off if you happen to book your event within the month of December 2020. That's right. Your event doesn't have to happen this year. It just has to be booked within December 2020, and you can get another $100 off. So go to Facebook at One Great DJ and get a night to remember at your next party. All right. So this week, I'm going to make a ploy to those of you that are being led astray by these whacked out conspiracy theories. Listen, I'm doing this for your own good, okay? So listen very carefully. So listen to this. Listen to this. Okay, listen. If you are out there believing these crazy conspiracy theories that are being pushed about the election and by this QAnon or however the hell you pronounce that, just stop. Okay, these conspiracies and the people who believe them are exactly why those on the left think that all conservatives and Republicans are crazy. Because by pushing these theories, you're actually hurting our cause. Number one, you look like an idiot for believing this crap. Number two, you hurt real conservatism and conservatives. Number three, you end up being no better than the far-left whack jobs like AOC, her squad, Bernie, and Kamala Harris. Look, I've said that I don't believe Biden won this election fairly. In fact, I mentioned it last week. But the facts are that time has basically run out. Trump's lawsuits are getting thrown out left and right. And to be clear, I don't personally believe that the lawsuits have been given the merit they deserve. I think that you have leftist judges who have let their own apathy play a part in these decisions. So the bottom line is this, in my opinion. Trump had the White House and the election stolen from him, as did the rest of us who are conservative and patriots. Okay, And I will never believe that this was a legitimate election, nor will I ever believe that Biden will be a legitimate president. However, It does appear that he will be president in January. So instead of wasting our time and spinning our wheels, we as conservatives, as Republicans, as patriots, we need to start. And we need to start working now to ensure that our elections aren't plagued by this kind of fraud and tampering. That's the bottom line. Exactly. So what can we do? Well, we can start contacting our legislators now, telling them that we demand the voting system be overhauled. And if that means we stop using voting machines and we go back to paper ballots, so be it, because we have to do something. Analog-type processes and systems, like old-school pen and paper, it can't be hacked or changed, okay? Yeah, they can be thrown away, and I guess they could be changed in if you wrote over a particular ballot or something. But So there's still room for fraud and tampering, and I get that. It's not perfect, but we have to get away from voting systems like those designed by Dominion. That's just the way it has to be. And if you are out there and you don't believe that something has happened during this election, that something nefarious has happened, if you don't genuinely believe that, then you have your head so far stuck up here, you know where, there's nothing that anyone can say to help you at this point. That's right. And speaking of the election, Texas AG Ken Paxton is suing four states. He's suing Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. Now, that suit claims that the changes 
that were made to the election procedures in those particular states happened to violate federal law. And of course, the procedures were changed because of COVID, or at least that's what the the Dems are saying. And he has asked the Supreme Court of the United States to block each of those states from voting in the Electoral College. Now, recently, we've had other states that have joined on to that particular uh, lawsuit, and that's Mississippi and, and Nebraska, and they've joined Texas in the fight. But meanwhile, the Supreme Court has already rejected the case that was brought forth by PA Republicans. Now, I can only speculate here that since PA is a part of the lawsuit that Texas is bringing forward, that maybe that's one of the reasons why um, the Supreme Court has rejected it. I, I can't say uh, 100% certainty, but I can tell you this. The Supreme Court will hear what's going on uh, in PA as well as these other states, Georgia, Michigan, Michigan, and Wisconsin, if they hear this case brought forth by A.G. Ken Paxton of um, Texas. So at, that, at this point, though, I'll say this much. I have to believe that in general, all of this is all for naught. I mean, let me be clear. I applaud the the AG in Texas, okay, and the other states for joining the fight. But as I've stated, I don't believe that the election was fair, and I believe that it was rampant with fraud and tampering and fixing, if you will. But that said, just like I said earlier, we're at the end of the line here, and the American people are going to have to realize, at least those of us with any common sense and intellect, that the election was, in fact, stolen, period. But we have to stop focusing on what has happened and start focusing on making sure that it never happens again, period. In other news, whack job Cynthia Johnson, a state representative of, Mich- of Michigan, took to social media saying that she had been targeted and harassed by people all over the country. She stated that she's received voicemails containing death threats. But apparently she's not familiar with the old adage, two wrongs don't make a right, because she also said in a separate video that she posted that Trumpers should, quote, be careful and, quote, walk lightly. She went on to further say, quote, and for those of you who are soldiers, you know how to do it. Do it right. Be in order. Make them pay, end quote. Oh, no, she didn't. Oh, yes, she did. Unbelievable. In response, the state House Speaker in Michigan, Lee Chatfield, tweeted the following, quote, Threats to Democrats or Republicans are unacceptable and un-American. They're even more unbecoming of an elected official. Representative Johnson has been stripped of her committees, and we're looking into further disciplinary action as the proper authorities conduct their investigation. Thank, end quote. Thank you, Speaker Chatfield. It's good to know that some some of the politicians in your state, at least, still have a moral compass and a backbone. Yes! Last Nation, I have been saying this for years, and I continue to say it, and I know I've said it on this show. The left is out of their damn minds, and 2020 has proven to be no different. In fact, in my opinion, they've turned up the crazy to an unprecedented level. And you know as well as I do that if a Republican or a conservative would have spouted off some nonsense like this, they would be crucified on every channel, every newspaper, every website. People would be outside protesting and threatening to burn down that conservative's home. But because it was a liberal, not so much. The unapologetic hypocrisy of the left continues while the lying lamestream media ignores behavior like this 
when it comes from leftist nut jobs. It's blatant. It's sickening. Here's a little note for you, Representative Johnson, while I'm on the topic. You're a disgrace. You've shamed not only yourself, but those you were elected to represent and serve. So congratulations. You've proven that you and your party are nothing more than a tasteless joke and a waste. And that's the last word. Oh, yeah. What's up, man? Bomber Billy in the house. Haven't seen you in a couple weeks, buddy. What's going on? Hey, Lazy, glad to be here, man. Good to see you. Glad to be back on the show. So, um, yeah, it's back to Troll Talk with Palmer Billy. We've got all kinds of stuff out there, man. Some craziness on the social media and the interwebs. <laughs> so I thought I'd bring it up to the show. I know you got something you want to talk about because we were talking about it the other day. Yeah, you're right. Well, listen, glad to have you back. Glad you're here. And, uh, yes. We have had a little craziness out there on social media and some ridiculous posts that are getting shared and all kinds of, of stuff. And one of the posts that I saw, well, you know what? You you can go ahead and read it. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. I'll, I'll read it. Okay, so the post said, I've been wearing masks in stores and limiting my trip since March when this whole thing went down. I'm not sure how being considerate to others for the common good is now being mocked by some who are calling it living in fear. But it needs to stop. When I wear a mask over my nose in public, in the stores, supermarkets, pharmacies, and offices, I want you to know the following. I'm educated enough to know that I would be a, I could be asymptomatic and still give you the virus. No, I don't live in fear of the virus. I just want to be part of the solution, not the problem. And I don't feel like the government controls me. I feel like I'm an adult contributing to the security in our society, and I want to teach others the same. If we could all live with the consideration of others in mind, the world would be a much better place. Wearing a mask doesn't make me weak, scared, stupid, or even controlled. It makes me caring and responsible. When you think about your appearance, discomfort, or other people's opinion of you, imagine a loved one, a child, a father, mother, grandparent, aunt, uncle, or even a stranger placed on a ventilator alone without you or any family member allowed at their bedside. Ask yourself if you could have helped them a little by wearing a mask. <sighs> yeah. So what you got to say, lads? Because I know you got something to say. Yeah, I do. Okay, so let, let's get, we're going to take this bullet point by bullet point, okay? I'm educated enough to know that I could be asymptomatic and still give you the virus. Um, it doesn't take a lot of education to know this. It's pretty much common knowledge at this point that people can be asymptomatic. But, by the way, if masks actually worked, if they truly worked, would we be in this situation right now? Second bullet point. No, I don't live in fear of the virus. I just want to be part of the solution, not the problem. Well, that's cute. But you actually are part of the problem by thinking that you're actually contributing to the solution. I'll refer you to my question again above, as I just said, or previously, if mask truly worked, truly, would we be in this situation right now? Uh, no. Third bullet point. I don't feel like the government controls me. I feel like I'm getting, I'm an adult contributing to security in our society, and I want to teach others the same. 
Well, maybe you're just not educated enough to understand the government is controlling you. So here's a clue. Since it appears that your understanding of government and control are elementary at best, I'm going to help you. Are you ready? If the government tells you to do something uh, or tells you not to do something or mandates that you do or don't do something and you abide by that, um, that is a form of control. I mean, I really can't make it any more simple for you. That's a form of control. Whether you like it or not, it's not semantics. That is absolutely government does control us to some extent in our lives. That's what laws do. This, in my opinion, has been government overreach, though. Okay, next bullet point. If we could all live with the consideration of others in mind, the world would be a much better place. Ah, This one's my favorite. Uh, It's interesting that people would bring this up because in my experience, I've seen the left do nothing but talk about consideration while acting totally to the contrary. When thugs are rioting and looting, uh, was that your idea of being considerate? When innocent people were being beaten and assaulted, innocent police officers shot at, some killed, was that your idea of being considerate? Because it seems to me that the only people actually being considerate are conservatives. As per usual, the left and the people that buy into this kind of rhetoric are all talk and no action, unless it's violent and destructive actions. Next bullet point. Wearing a mask doesn't make me weak, scared, stupid, or even controlled. It makes me caring and responsible. Um, Wearing a mask doesn't make you any of those things except controlled. It certainly doesn't make you caring and responsible. I'll refer you to a dictionary, and I'll ask you to look up justification and rationalization, because that's really what's happening. You've rationalized and justified that you being controlled by your government and that you're just basically you're just confused, and you've confused that with being caring and responsible. Next bullet point. When you think about your appearance, discomfort, or other people's opinion of you, Imagine a loved one, a child, a father, mother, grandparent, aunt, uncle, or even a stranger placed on a ventilator alone without anyone or any family member allowed at their bedside. Ask yourself if you could have helped them a little by wearing a mask. Uh, If my wearing a mask or anyone's wearing a mask actually made that type of a difference or that much of a difference, I could see the point that they're trying to make here. But they aren't stopping the spread. Not even the N95 masks are lifesavers. None of them are. All they do is they make you feel a little bit better about yourself. So for the third for the third time, I'll say it. If they actually worked, would we be in this situation right now? Look, the majority of people that I see out there are wearing masks. So your kitten mask isn't going to stop the virus, Karen or Ken, okay? Get over yourself. This whole post wasn't about the virus. It was your way of saying, hey, world, look at me. I'm a really good person. I'm complying. I'm a good subject. Please. This kind of nonsense literally makes me nauseous. Here's my overall take on this ridiculous post and and what it's really trying to say. Here's the bottom line. If you're that worried or if you feel that you may be that vulnerable to the virus, for instance, those with pre-existing conditions, stay the hell at home. You do you. But if you choose to come out and be in public, then understand your risks. I do. I have multiple pre-existing conditions, and I take calculated risks. It's just that simple. I don't expect the world around me to change for me just because I have a pre-existing condition or just because that I might be susceptible. But then again, you know, I'm far from a liberal. And for the record, I do wear my mask for no other reason than I really just don't feel like hearing other people's crap. I wear it in the store, in an office, or whatever. But once I'm out of there, I take it off. That's it. 
I'm done. <laughs> I'll wear it in a store. I'll wear it in a doctor's office or whatever so that everybody doesn't go all up in arms and get their panties in a bunch. But I'm not wearing it if I'm walking down the street. I'm not wearing it if I'm, you know, in my front yard. I'm not wearing it, God knows, if I'm driving in my car. I see all these idiots out there doing that. It drives me insane and just really goes to show how stupid in general some people can be and how gullible. <laughs> uh, so there you go. That's my take, Billy. What you got, buddy? Well, as you're you're pretty uh you're pretty fired up on that one, man. Um yeah, I mean I agree with you. I don't think that, you know, uh this post was really about um what the poster thinks it was. I mean, I think like, you know, they were trying to basically make a point like I'm just a considerate person, but in when you get down to the nitty gritty, like they say in my parts, um, yeah, it was really like you're like you said, it was a big look at me post. I'm a great person. And I do believe that, you know, the government wants us living in fear. I believe um, everything that you said when you were talking about that, like they really are trying to control us. And this is just one way to do it. And it's, you know, it's kind of sad. And there's people out there that just don't care about giving up their freedoms. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't agree more with you, buddy. And here, here's the thing. You know, years ago when Bush was in office, um, George W. Bush, he, you know, the uh, liberals were all up in arms about him going and and uh, listening in on conversation. The the NSA, I think it was, was listening in on conversations, um, you know, and um, emails and things like that to to try and root out terrorists, right? And they oh, they were all up in arms when this came out because he violated Americans' rights, and you know there was a right to privacy, and you know it was all done under the guise of, you know, national security, right? And so now those very same people that were all up in arms about that, okay, and saying that our rights were violated and were crucifying Bush for that are now the very same people that are saying all of the government mandates for masks and, um, you know, and, and if they're going to mandate a vaccine, et cetera, that it's all for the greater good of, of people. So the flip-flopping and the hypocrisy on the left continues. And I guess that's what really drives me insane. That in the point of people just being like, wear the damn mask like our idiot governor. Listen, I do wear the damn mask, you idiot, okay? I wear it when I go out. But I'm not going to wear it constantly when I'm, you know, as I said, if I'm like walking down the street or taking a walk in my neighborhood or if I'm driving alone in my car or I'm walking from the building to my car or something like that, if I was coming from a doctor's appointment, you know, I'm just not. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to wear it when I'm around people or, you know, whatever, because I don't want everybody flipping out. But it absolutely is, is a matter of control and it absolutely does nothing. These masks do not work. They aren't stopping the spread. The virus is continuing, and we are at one of the heights of the virus, one of the worst times for this virus that I've seen this year, that we've seen this year. In fact, the experts are saying that December will probably be one of the worst months on record. So bottom line is the masks are bullshit, and they don't work. They just make everybody feel better. And if you feel better about yourself after posting some garbage like that, or you feel better about yourself because you're actually going to wear the mask, then whatever, that's fine. You do you. But like I said, don't expect the rest of the country and society to change simply because you have a problem, okay? That's just not how it works.
All right, get over yourself. You're not that important. Well, okay, lads. Well, why don't you just tell us how you really feel? Jesus. Yeah, yeah. I know, man. I'm I just it just drives me crazy. It literally drives me insane. So, anyway, what else is new, man? What you got going on this week? You know, not much, man. Um I you know, the the new mayor of Balmer was just sworn in, Brandon Scott, and um he's made all kinds of restrictions on restaurants and bars and, you know, uh, retail places and stuff like that. So I, I really, I wanted to ask you your take on that. Um, yeah, my take on it's really simple. You get the government that you deserve and you deserve the government that you voted for. And these idiots down there in the city, this is exactly what they voted for. So you know what? I don't feel sorry for you. I do feel sorry for the business owners I do feel sorry for everyone that's going to lose their jobs and businesses because of this idiot mayor, but I don't feel sorry for the citizens that voted for this knucklehead because they continue to vote for the same liberal garbage over and over again for decades. So you know what? You deserve what you get, Baltimore City. Maybe next time you'll think about voting red, you know, if you wise up. So, uh, yeah, Billy, that's about it, buddy. What you, anything else you got going on? No, man, that's all. I just wanted to stop by and talk to you about those two things and just see what's up. Say what's up to everybody. Haven't been back in a couple weeks. You got any major plans for Christmas or anything? Well, um, yeah, I mean, I intend on seeing some family and, um, you know, just uh, hanging out, just kind of staying low-key. We're not really going anywhere or doing anything major. Uh, so certainly the festivities will be a bit tampered this year. Um, based on COVID. I mean, again, I do have relatives that I have to take calculated risks um, in seeing them and everything with, with COVID. I, I do have concerns. I'm not an idiot. I understand that this this virus is real. So, you know, you have to be careful. But again, it's a calculated risk, right? And it's you're being cautious. You don't have to continually live in fear, but you can certainly be cautious. So what about you? Yeah, you know, I was going to hang out with some family and stuff, but um, I got some got some people that, you know, are a little more susceptible to the virus and, you know, a little higher risk. So we're going to kind of chill out and, you know, we might do some some phone calls or some Zoom meetings or something like that. But um, we're not going to have a big family get together like we normally do. So and it, and it kind of, you know, it's upsetting. And I don't know. It just it's kind of a bummer. I mean, it's it's this time of year. You know, you're supposed to get together with family and friends. You know what I mean, lads? Yeah, buddy, I do. And here's my take for you, okay? Listen, just my opinion. Take it for what it's worth. Do with it as you as you may. Here's the deal. We all have family and friends that we want to see, okay? And this week in particular, um, I have seen several people that I know um, that have passed. Not from COVID, just they've passed um, one passed from actually two people that I know passed from cancer, a um, couple others that had passed for other, you know, for other reasons. But um, that said, I apply this logic to the holidays. If you don't go and see your family and friends, if you don't have some time with them, spend some time with them, who's to say that this isn't going to be the last Christmas that you have an opportunity to do that? Because no one knows when our last day is going to be, right? And if family members are getting up in age and getting older, um, and, you know, 
really this is the time that you should be sharing with them. So be cautious, you know, maybe wear your mask if you think it helps, if you think it's going to make a difference for them. Um, if you have the ability to get the N95s, maybe socially distant, but for the love of God, at least go see them. I don't care if you see them from outside. Stay outside their house. They can stay inside, away from the outside, something. But for the love of God, spend a little bit of time with them because I can assure you, if you don't and something happens, right? Let's say this virus ends up going away and next year comes around and that person isn't here. You will regret it. So just my opinion. But I'm just telling you, that's that's kind of how I um, am operating, and it is the premise under which I continue to operate and that I will continue to operate. So, again, take it for what it's worth. Yeah, lads, I hear you. And you know what? It's pretty good advice. I mean, I, I am going to stop by and see some people. Um, so, you know, not to force myself on anybody or anything. If they If they want me to stop by and they're cool with me and comfortable with it, then I will stop by. But... If not, then, you know, I'll at least give them a phone call, or like I said, maybe we can do a Zoom call. Yeah, buddy, I mean, I think that's all you can do, and I think that's the right way to handle it. So, hey, are you sticking around, or what are you doing? Because we're going to get ready to close out the show here for this week. Uh, No, you know what? I do got to get out of here, man, but I just wanted to say thanks so much for having me on, and thanks, everybody, for listening, and for uh, always being a fan of Troll Talk and Bomber Billy and the show. And it was really great to be back and see you, lads. I hope to see you again before the holiday season. And uh, we'll talk to you soon, buddy. And there he goes. All right, Billy. Woo, be careful, boy. I'm going to have to popo after you. I feel like he could have potentially grown up with the Duke boys. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey, Billy. We love you, buddy. Thanks for stopping by. Well, that's going to wrap us up this week, everybody here in Laz Nation. Thank you so much for coming back and listening. Don't forget to check us out on social media. That's at Facebook uh, and on Instagram at The Laz Word and Twitter at The Laz Word Pod. And, of course, you can always reach me and Billy here at the show, thelazword at gmail.com. So, for Balmer Billy and myself, we want to thank you once again for coming back this week. As always... I know your time is valuable, and I appreciate you spending a little bit of it with me. God bless everybody. We'll talk to you soon.